Hello, gardeners, farmers, compost enthusiasts, and growers. Welcome to The Healthy Garden, the show where soil is important and growing a healthier world is job one. Hola, gardeners. Welcome to The Fun Zone, episode number 43 of The Healthy Garden podcast. Gardening is fun. We need some fun. The world is not fun right now, with people fighting inane social media battles about candidates and laws and the coronavirus. It's all just a big, giant bore of endless arguing and posturing. What we need, gardeners, is some fun, 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 until daddy takes the T-bird away. So has your gardening routine slipped into a rut because of the medical lockdown? Has it become all about food production because the world is coming to an end? Well, let's not be a bunch of dopes. We do need to grow food because the supply chains aren't doing so hot. And the farmers that I know have had a tough time this year. So grow food. I think the reason that this idea popped into my head was because we are looking at doing some new things in our garden. And I was starting to feel that drag that you have when you go, ah, I have to do this. You have to get that done. Winter is coming. Fall is almost halfway over. You're lazy. What's wrong with you? And that is capital Y-O-U. So what I realized was that we've all been in a damn pressure cooker and the top is about to blow off. There's nothing worse than a crock pot exploding in the kitchen with granny's beef stew in it. I think that we need a reset. I think I need a reset. And if I need a reset, I'm pretty sure that everybody might be feeling this way too. I need to start looking at the world again as a fun place, a good place, a safe place, my home. It is where God gave me to live and flourish and raise a family. It's the place where I get to garden. It's where I've gotten to surf on many parts of the globe. The truth is, I am a person who likes life. I like to be alive. I have a lust for life, to quote my favorite singer. I got a lust for life. A lust for life. I got a lust for life. I really do. I love life. But I got to tell you, the last seven months has kicked a living snot out of a lot of us. And whether you're on the side of being afraid of the coronavirus and that you wear a mask for protection and follow every rule or guideline that the government lays out, or you wear a mask and follow the guidelines to show that you are a good citizen who cares about your neighbors, or whether you're like me and think that the government, the media, Big Pharma, Fauci, and Bill Gates are liars, and this is all a bunch of shite, it doesn't matter. What matters is that this lockdown has caused severe damage to all of us in terms of how we live and view the world. There is a depression that is out there in the streets and that has crept into our homes that is crippling, debilitating, and in the big picture, just no fun. Iggy has another great song that I love to sing. No fun, my babe. No fun, no fun, my babe, no fun, no fun to hang around, feeling that same old way, 
No fun to hang around. Freaked out for another day. So let's have some fun. Let's get back to the garden with a smile on our faces and a lust for life, a zest for the earth, the soil, the air, the plants, dancing in the wind. Let's take the garden back and adjust our minds, slow the pace, breathe, win the race by leaving the race, shun the news, the new rules, the new world order, and put a little fun back into life. Hey there, fall gardeners. Fall is for composting. There is no time of the year better than fall to recharge your garden soil. Our friends at Malibu Compost always say, feed your soil, feed your soul. Now is the time to pick up several bags of booze blend compost from Malibu Compost at your favorite local independent nursery, hardware store, or grow shop, or get it from them online at www.malibucompost.com. Remember, feed your soil today. I found something entitled Gardening, a Fun Hobby That's Good for Your Health by Julia Haskins in The Nation's Health. Let's see how fun gardening is, according to the health experts. The article starts, Gardening may be a fun and relaxing way to get in touch with nature, but did you know that it also has plenty of health benefits? Uh Uh-oh, that's me, not the article. Gardening is an activity that's good for both the mind and body and can be enjoyed by people of all ages. Plus, you get to eat the delicious fruits, vegetables, and herbs that you grow. So grab your tools and get in the dirt. Me again. Alrighty then, let's do it. It only takes a little bit of gardening to work up a sweat. Fun, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Oh, I'm not sure that I put the CDC at the top of my fun list. They go on just two and a half hours of moderate activity each week can help reduce the risk of many health problems, including heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, and type 2 diabetes. Well, that sounds fun to a doctor. (laughs) 
You may not think of gardening as exercise. Uh Uh-oh. Why doesn't this sound fun as an opener? I'm sure that as a health professional, maybe it sounds fun. The article continues. But all the lifting, shoveling, and raking involved definitely counts, says Rachel Santo, MA, Research Program Coordinator for the Center for a Livable Future at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg Council of Public Health. (laughs) That sounds fun. Well, you know what, Dr. Santo? I just transplanted a 36-inch box cherimoya the other day that we had to dig out from our uncle's garden. And I must tell you, that all the lifting and shoveling, shoveling and more shoveling was so much fun, maybe more fun than I've had in years. You know what was fun? The nap that I needed after planting, the CBD that took my elbow pain away, and the years of enjoyment that we're going to get from Uncle Art's tree that was grown from one of Grandma's seeds. The article continues, your brain also benefits from time spent in the garden. Being outside in the fresh air and sunshine is an effective way to boost your mood and de-stress. In fact, gardening has shown to be helpful in reducing the risk of depression. Now that's what I'm talking about. If something is weighing heavily on your mind, like CDC guidelines during the coronavirus, gardening can allow you to focus on an activity that will bring you joy. Don't forget the health benefits that come from the produce you grow. Gardening is a simple way to get more fresh fruits and vegetables into your diet, and you're sure to appreciate them even more because you grew them. That's true. When it comes to deciding what to plant, it may be hard to know where to begin. But if you're new to gardening, keep it simple. With produce that's easy to grow, Santo recommends herbs and greens such as lettuce, kale, and collards. Santo says these foods are not only easy for first-time gardeners, they are also full of important nutrients. Gardening is also an excellent opportunity to try new healthy foods that will help you and your family become more adventurous eaters. Growing a variety of produce is as fun as it is healthy. Don't get discouraged. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the gardening failure setup. If you don't get it right the first time, gardening requires some patience. Some patience? Let's see how the doctors, healthcare pros, and the author of this article does with their first outbreak of whitefly or when a ravenous crew of snails or slugs destroy their entire garden. You gardeners out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's crushing. It's defeat. It's war. Fun. She continues, but it's worth it when you get to dig into a plate of your own fresh produce. Make sure that you have the proper tools and gear for a safe gardening experience. True. Santo recommends wearing light, long-sleeved shirts and pants and a hat for protection from the sun as well as slathering on sunscreen. Slather? I don't know if that's fun, but it's a funny word. Wearing gardening gloves is a must to keep yourself safe when pulling weeds and carrying out other tasks that could hurt your hands. And don't forget to wear mosquito repellent. Say what? What the heck is she talking about? 
The American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, big gardeners, encourages gardeners to take regular breaks and drink enough water. Remember, this is exercise. Organization also suggests making the physical activity in gardening as easy as possible, from sitting on a garden stool to getting close to the objects you want to lift to reduce strain. This is comedy gold. It's genius. Using a wheelbarrow is helpful for these kinds of tasks. Yeah, and using a wheelbarrow can also be super dangerous. Try a little wheelbarrow action on hillside cleanup or on a muddy garden. Whoops, whoa, ah! Ask for help if something is too big or too heavy to move by yourself or if you're unfamiliar with certain tools. And don't ask for help with the big boxes or you're going to get guaranteed a trip to the emergency room. Soil safety is another thing to keep in mind. You think? This should be good. Santo notes that especially in urban and suburban areas, soil may be contaminated with heavy metals and other pollutants. Now that sounds like fun. Toxic soil. Soil could also have tetanus bacteria. Oh, here it comes. Wait for it. Remember, this is an article on gardening from doctors. Which is why it's so important to wear gloves and stay up on vaccinations. Boom! I knew that they were going to get to slimy wannabe Dr. Bill Gates in this gardening article. That way, any cuts on your hands won't get infected. It's a good idea to get your soil tested before you start gardening. Because if not, you're all going to die. Now watch what this fun concept of dead soil or death soil leads into in this article. Gardening with children. Gardening becomes even more engaging when you bring kids into the picture, but only if your soil or the tetanus bacteria in the soil doesn't kill them first. They may be focusing on the fun parts of gardening, but they're really learning important lessons, both directly and indirectly related to health. Because remember, gardening is fun. For kids, it's also really hands-on nature activities, Santo told the nation's health. They can see how science and the environment and healthy eating connect. Oh yeah, science, the CDC, vaccines, make sure they understand that gardening is a coronavirus experience. Provide kids with age-appropriate tools. No chainsaws, Jason. And watch over them as they explore the garden. Also, give them some way to take ownership and reap the rewards themselves, Santo recommends. Growing a pizza garden, because nothing says health like pizza, with easy-to-grow ingredients for a delicious, savory pie, she goes on, such as tomatoes, eggplant, oh yeah, that's a kid's favorite nightshade veggie, and herbs, all in the same area. Once the vegetables and herbs have grown, putting together the ingredients for a real pizza is a snap. That's it. That's how the article ends. Wasn't that fun? I don't know. I just had to do it. That article was too tempting for me. It really puts into perspective the clinical and unemotional detached view of science, of medicine. Let's shut down the world. Yeah, we know that people will die and millions will starve in third world countries, but we have to be careful. We must take precautions. We must never enjoy anything or think outside of the box. Why? 
Because we're scientists, damn it. Now, let's really get into some actual gardening fun. Next. Hey there, gardeners. Fall is a great time for transplanting, and Malibu Compost makes the best soil on the market for transplanting all of your plants, trees, and shrubs. And the great news is that it already has 25% of Booze Blend farm-made, true organic, and biodynamic compost in it. Baby Booze Potting Soil is a standalone soil that you can plant directly into. It's great for raised beds and all containers. Get Baby Booze at your local nursery, grow shops, hardware store, or feed store. Or, as always, online at www.malibucompost.com. What is fun about gardening? For me, a big part of it is the escape, getting away from the rest of the world, the observation of nature and the letting go of the nagging pressure of daily life, especially coronavirus life, which sometimes is no life at all. Fun has come in all kinds of forms over the ages. Let's look at some of the different types of fun that people had throughout history and why fun is never to be overestimated. Here's a group that we think of when we think of fun. Contrary to myth, the Puritans did have fun. There were celebrations and festivals. People sang and told stories. Children were allowed to play games when their parents gave them permission. Fun. Wine and beer drinking were commonplace. Puritans did not all dress in black as many people believe. The fundamental rule was to follow God's law. Those that did lived in peace. Okay, well that's kind of fun. What do those crazy, fun-loving, medieval dark agers do with themselves? Board games were very popular in this era. They played chess, backgammon, knuckle bones. Chess was the most played game after it got introduced to Europe from Persia in the ninth century. There was also a lot of gambling going on in the Dark Ages. The game of knuckle bones, using actual knuckle bones from sheep, known as astrioli in Greek and tali in Latin, could be played in several different ways. The simplest and perhaps most common form of this game, played with children, was comparable to the modern-day game of jackstones. 
All five small pieces were simultaneously tossed into the air, the goal being to catch as many as possible on the back of one hand. Another variation of the game involved players throwing one or more of the pieces into a small dirt hole in the ground or into the opening of a small vessel. He or she with the best aim would win. They were also into fun outdoor activities, archery, fencing, wrestling, hammer throwing. Who doesn't like a good hammer throw? Horseshoe throwing. They were throwing horseshoes at an actual target. (laughs) That could be fun. Ever wonder what those wild and crazy ancient Romans did for fun? Although much of ancient Rome and their life revolved around work and business, there was also time for leisure. Their activities ranged from swimming and playing board games to attending theater performances. One of the most popular recreational areas in Rome was the Campus Meritus, a vast floodplain that acted as a playground for the youth of Rome. Here, they engaged in a variety of sports and activities, including jumping, wrestling, boxing, racing, and throwing. Roman girls and women generally did not participate in these activities. Well, that's not very fun of them. Some of the other things that the men and boys in ancient Rome did were horseback riding. Every Roman was expected to be a good equestrian. Wrestling and boxing. Wrestling and boxing were popular sports that were usually practiced in the palestra, a central field of of the Roman baths. Both helped to improve overall fitness and build strength and stamina. And they were generally enjoyed by many Romans because there were no such things as boxing gloves. Athletes tightly wrapped their hands in layers of cloth. And running. Running was another favorite activity in ancient Rome. Boys competed in foot races with one another on the Campus Martis, which provided an ideal location for this activity. Okay. Well, that was more fun than I'm sure we can stand. So when did gardening become fun? When did that become a fun leisure activity? The answer is in the mid-1800s. Home gardening became a leisure activity as towns and villages grew and produce markets opened. The edible gardens that were a necessity for the colonials and for the early settlers fell out of favor as ornamental gardens took center stage. U.S. plant breeders focused on new garden varieties and U.S. researchers became known for their work on plant diseases and pests. In 1860, pest-fighting tools helped overcome challenges to ornamental gardening. Fun, dried, crumbled chrysanthemum flower heads known as pyrethrum were imported for botanical protection against pests. More than 150 years later, chrysanthemum extracts known as pyrethrins remain among the most powerful natural pesticides available. Which is why we have this show. Because we aren't big fans of faux organic and faux natural. We don't live 150 years ago. We live today. And we don't need pesticides or herbicides. If you want to know more, listen back to some of the old episodes of the Healthy Garden Podcast to find out what I'm talking about. So what about our gardens? What is it that makes them fun? I'll go back to our definitions. A noun meaning what provides amusement or enjoyment. Or an adjective meaning providing entertainment, amusement, or enjoyment. Are you amused by your garden? 
Is it a place that you can get lost in? Or is it a place that has become another chore, another form of work, another time sucker that is draining your freedom? If it is, then maybe you need a new approach, the fun approach, the not so serious approach. I can say these things to all of you because I am guilty as charged. I have had massive ornamental gardens that were also filled with architectural charm. Sometimes I was so consumed with making them perfect that I forgot that I was creating them to bring peace and happiness to my home, my family, the neighbors, who would share in the beauty of my garden. But I got lost and became obsessed with perfection. Obsessed with more and more and more. It was a total drag. You see, I had an excuse. I was a landscape designer and builder in another life. And I had to make my garden the best, better than all of my clients. It had to be a masterpiece. The act of playing God in the garden is a terrible fate. A sentence to doom and damnation. It is a guarantee of failure. So don't do it. Have fun. If you are a neat freak or a little ADD like me, let nature take its course. Let stuff be a little out of balance. Enjoy the freedom of being free. Gardening is a lot tougher when done through a microscope. If you can, let it be a big, joyous, heartwarming experience. Plant what you love. Grow just enough food if you're growing food. Don't put feeding the world on your back if you only have five mouths to feed. Remember to laugh in the garden. This is very important. Laughter is the reliever of stress. And right about now, I know a lot of us need to relieve stress. I laugh mostly at my mistakes and at the goofy stories of life that Norma and I tell ourselves in the garden. It is a great place for intimacy. No, not that kind, but real human intimacy which is something that we are missing today. Love and laughter and storytelling are sometimes the most intimate things that we can do. Cry if you need a good cry. There is no better place than to cry out than out in the garden. It is a safe place where you can let up the bottled emotions of today's world out. It's okay to cry and it's better than holding it in. And you know what? It's fun. Once those tears roll down your cheeks and you see the beauty that God created right there in your very own space, that's fun. Pray. I love to pray in the garden. For me, a big part of fun is joy and happiness. I have prayed in my garden and had some of the deepest journeys of my soul. I have come out of prayer joyful, grateful, happy to be alive. Now that is fun. The greatest fun thing that I think we can do in the garden is nothing. Be an observer. See what needs to be done. And then if you want to do it, do it. And if you don't, don't. Now that is fun. It's freedom. Like Jerry Seinfeld once said in his bit about ruining your appetite, you want to eat cookies before dinner and spoil your appetite? Go ahead. You know the great thing about an appetite? It comes back. So that's it. Grow what you want. We're doing a whole new garden now, and I am working on freeing myself of any restrictions or constraints. 
I am going to plant a lot of food, a new orchard, and a beautiful cottage garden with cutting flowers. They are going to overlap. And I do not know where, and I really don't care, because it's not important. What's important is that I breathe in and out. I cherish the moments that I have. I love the people that I love more. And I remember that soil and plants and pollinators and fruit trees and my favorite shovel are gifts. They are gifts that have brought me so much peace, so much happiness. And when I slather up that sunscreen and put on my well-worn hat and gloves that I probably should replace and head outside to the beautiful world that God has given me to grow in, I need to remember one thing and one thing only. The gardening is fun. That concludes this episode of the Healthy Garden Podcast. Please post your questions on the Healthy Garden Podcast pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join us next week to learn more about how you can free yourself from the chemical and synthetic trap that's been set to keep you from growing a true, organic, and healthy garden. Until then, happy and healthy gardening.